day, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time or for the first time in a while, the focus of my podcast is information that I share on my website blog. So how do you find my blog? From your favorite web browser, navigate to my website, www.copperrangellc.com and click blog. It'll appear along the top of the landing page for my website. If you access my website on a mobile device, click the three line menu icon, which is usually in the upper right window. My blog posts have the great photos behind the story, so you definitely want to make a stop to my webpage so you can check those out. And viewing is free. Also on my website, copperrangellc.com, you can also view all my images, you can learn about me, and you can keep up with my art show schedule. And there are going to be art shows in 2021. At my art shows, you'll find my work for purchase. It's a great way to shop my photography in person and meet me. You can also shop safely and easily online on my website. Just click the buy icon on any photo and you'll be on your way to an easy and safe shopping experience and you can join the ranks of my collectors. So today's podcast is titled North American River Otter Conservation Success Story. They're cute, they're entertaining, they're charming, and they're really smart. You know, beyond the species conservation mission, another reason many zoos may keep otters is because they're fun to watch and people flock to see them. There is just something about otters. So I was really excited to have a few wild otter encounters in 2020 and 2021. And I wanted to know more about these charming semi-aquatic mammals. For starters, like so many wild animals, otter life has not been easy and has certainly had its hardships. By the early 20th century, river otters had been driven nearly to extinction by overtrapping, habitat loss, and water pollution. They had disappeared from much of their North American range. However, as habitat conditions have improved over the past several decades, And because of the success of several state reintroduction programs, river otters are making a comeback, have made a comeback. So recently, in March 2021, I was really so excited and really surprised to encounter a few North American river otters in a remote lake in West Virginia, a state where they can still be legally hunted. I observed First, I observed a pair of otters engaged in late spring mating. And you know, I never would have known the otters were in the location I was visiting, except I kept hearing this constant, you know, duck-like sound off in the distance. River otters have a mix of vocalizations ranging from whistles and buzzes to twitters, staccato chuckles, chirps and growls. And when they're threatened or frightened, they actually emit a scream that can be heard up to 1.5 miles away or 2.5 kilometers across the water. So, you know, after hearing this duck-like sound for about 10 minutes straight, I got my binoculars out and through them I could see these brown things, you know, quite a ways in the distance moving about in the water. And I viewed that for a while and then eventually one head appeared above water and I could see it was an otter. Really exciting, very cool. 
Later in the morning, a different at a different part of the lake, I photographed another otter, which could have been one from the from earlier that morning, or it could have been another one entirely, who spent some time marking his scent on a stump out in the middle of this lake, which, you know, the scent marking is a really important way that otters communicate their presence and their status to other otters. So, you know, otters were once extinct in West Virginia, but as part of a reintroduction program from 1984 to 1997, over 200 otters were released in 14 major rivers across West Virginia. Since then, the West Virginia Department Division, excuse me, of Natural Resources has determined that the otter populations are high enough that a trapping season was initiated in 2011 with a limit of one otter per year. The name river otter is a little misinforming. River otters are not just found in rivers, but also lakes, wetlands, and ponds if the water quality is good and there's a food supply. In fact, river otters are an indicator species for water quality and healthy wildlife habitats. Basically, river otters will live wherever they can find food and water to swim in, but they're sensitive to pollution, and so they won't inhabit polluted waterways, at least not for long. Today, North American river otters live along the Atlantic and Gulf of Mexico coast, the Pacific Northwest, the Great Lakes, and most of Canada and Alaska. They often live in the same areas as beavers. In late 2020, so my second encounter with North American river otters was in late 2020, and I was fortunate to see some in the marshes and wetlands of Huntley Meadows, which is a park in Northern Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia. You know, once and once word got out that river otters were in this location, dozens of photographers and hundreds of visitors flocked to this location and enjoyed a few weeks of observing river otters very up close in the early part of the day. For a while, these river otters out at Huntley Meadows were the were the uh, latest Washington D.C. animal celebrities. So river otters are sometimes called sea dogs, which is really understandable if you've seen them. It's very understandable because they have canines like a dog. Actually, their mouth, all their teeth look like a dog's mouth. Um, They have clawed feet. They also have webbed feet. And they have long whiskers, which are actually used to detect prey underwater. River, adult river otters weigh anywhere from 10 to 33 pounds, and that's 4.5 to 15 kilograms and are about two and a half to five feet or 76 to 152 centimeters in length. Females are roughly one-third the size of males so there's a considerable size difference between males and females which can be an easy way to to detect gender differences if you're looking at otters out in the wild. They can actually um, also seal their nostrils shut when they're underwater, and they can hold their breath for up to eight minutes. They eat fish, crayfish, crabs, frogs, invertebrates, snakes, birds, carrion, or dead animals, and occasionally small mammals or birds. Alligators, bobcats, and coyotes all prey on river otters, you know, and partly the reason for that is you might think, well, how do how would those kinds of 
animals get access to, to river otters. Well, river otters spend a good deal of time on land. They are semi-aquatic. They're in the water as well as on land. And they travel over land. They can travel in water, but they can also travel over land. So they become vulnerable to, you know, other land-dwelling carnivores. A North American river otter's home range can be as large as 30 square miles. That's 78 square kilometers, but a typical range is 3 to 15 square miles or 4.8 to 24 square kilometers. And this range will shrink drastically during breeding and rearing season. While river otters tend to live alone or in pairs, they socialize in groups and are known for their playful behavior. Male and female otters come together briefly in early spring to mate. And here's a really interesting thing about uh, female river otters. They actually experience what's called delayed implantation, meaning that the fertilized egg does not implant in the uterine wall immediately. So a female river otter could technically be pregnant for about a year, even though gestation lasts only five to seven weeks. So the pair that I saw actually mating just a few weeks ago in West Virginia, um, that female may not give birth for at least a full year, even though um, gestation will take a very short period of time. So that's really a very fascinating kind of adaptation. But females will give birth to three to four pups at a time, usually between April and May. The young are born blind, toothless, and completely helpless. They weigh about four to six ounces, or that's 113 to 170 grams, and they measure eight to 11 inches, or 20 to 28 centimeters in length. The male otter is generally chased away until the young are weaned and old enough to leave their den, which happens about three months after birth. After that, the males may return and help raise the pups. Otters remain as a family unit for seven to eight months or until the birth of a new litter. Otters reach sexual maturity at two to three years of age, and if an otter survives the critical first year of life, it may live to the age of 12, with some surviving even longer. The oldest living river otter on record was 27 years old. There's lots more information on my website blog, lots of great sources um, where you can find out more about river otters and these charming, beautiful creatures. Thank you for listening today. Visit my website, www.copperrangellc.com, where you'll find links to the issues and resources highlighted in today's podcast. You can view my wildlife and nature images, send me an email, keep up with my show schedule, and become a collector. Have a great day. 